Well, good afternoon, everybody, in, or good evening in Sydney. Good morning in the UK. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast, episode 105, with the sensational Leslie Thomas. How are you, Leslie? Good morning, Darren. <laughs> absolutely brilliant, thank you. Really, really good to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure indeed. So for everybody out there, we've got a great show all about my favorite topic, money and money mindset. How we do money is how we do life with Leslie Thomas. Do any of these statements ring true for you? Undercharging and over-delivering? Spending too much time on low-end offers? Feeling negative talk or self-doubt is holding you back? Kept your fees the same for a long time or trading your time for money. These are all examples and there are many more of money blocks and we are going to show you today how to remove those. So Leslie is the money mastery business coach, empowering female entrepreneurs to build, understand their money story along with the value and results they bring to their clients to help them to use this information to get paid what they're worth based on the results they bring and to build a business that they truly love. But Leslie, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Really excited to be here. Fantastic. Now, that's interesting. Do you work only with females or you work with anybody that would like to be better with money? Well, female, female entrepreneurs is where I started and, and that's because... I am a female entrepreneur, right. so it seemed to be the right place to start because I have gone through exactly what my clients are going through now. Mm-hmm. However, that doesn't mean I would ever exclude men, and I would, always, I would absolutely always include working with men, and I have had men come to me and want me to help them because having money blocks isn't just something that women suffer from, Definitely. everybody has. Absolutely. So the answer is no. I've just started at that point, but I am completely inclusive. Awesome. I love all those, those five provocative questions at the beginning because we've all done that and I've definitely been guilty of that at, at, you know, plenty of times. And we're always doubting ourselves, should I charge more? What's the market worth? What's my services worth, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really interested to get into the mindset of you know, unpacking what drives us in those directions. Absolutely. You know, money mindset is completely and utterly interlinked with self-worth and the negative conversation, because essentially, you know, a money mindset is the inner conversation you're having with yourself with regards to what you think about money, your relationship with money. And it very often comes out with a really low feeling about yourself, about the services that you offer, and how you go about not only pricing those services, but how you go about marketing those services. So for me, the money mindset piece is the, the key to the door of your business. So you put the key in, you turn the lock, you open up the door, and it reveals how you have developed your business up until now based on that money belief so by working with my clients initially to understand where their blocks are how they have presented themselves in their lives and in their business that allows us then together to reimagine their business and to provide them with the opportunity to earn more money and to work less hours and to actually fall back in love with why they started a business in the first place. And that's a really good point because, you know, everybody starts at a certain point, they're passionate about, you know, their subject matter, they're passionate about what they do. But then after a while, the day-to-day grind of business takes over and you can lose that passion. Yeah, and you know, that, that is exactly it. And that is part of 
my role mm. to remind a client and to enable the client to remind themselves as to why they went into business in the first place. Because very often the reason we went into business was to be our own boss, yes. to be able to set our own hours, yep. to be able to increase our income, to be able to deliver what we are passionate about. But it doesn't take very, very long for us to start working more hours than we intended to, yeah, to yeah. be spending less time with the family, to yeah. be doing lots of things we really don't want to be doing, but end up doing. Yeah. And that can lead to resentment. So what started off as a real passion, as our real passion plan for our lives, can end up being more of an albatross around our neck and we're not able to see what is going on because we're so bogged down in our business That's and right. that is why i take the holistic approach essentially because largely the reason we've become bogged down is because of money yep. and it's the need to earn more money it is the need to be putting out those right messages to attract the right clients who will pay us the money. Yes. It is about understanding who our ideal client is, because when you are caught up in that maelstrom of panic with regards to, I need more clients, I need more money, yeah. you can start putting out messages that aren't the messages you should be putting out. That's right. They're more messages based on the desperation of trying to drive clients to you. Yeah. But when you're able to take a step back, when you're able to work with somebody who encourages you to take that deep breath, that is when you start to remember why you have done what you have done and take the opportunity to fall back in love with it. All so over again. true. Well said. I love that. But let's talk about your journey. How did you get into this in the first place? Oh, okay. So for 20 years, I spent um, all my time in corporate life. Right. So I worked in fixed and mobile telecoms. Okay. Um, I, my husband had already set up um, a business, Alpine Property Investments, yep. which um, sells ski property at that point in time in Switzerland and only in Switzerland. Um, I was working up in London. Um, I'm, I'm, I live in Salisbury, so it was an hour and a half on the train, half an hour further to the office. And I would regularly have to leave him with our two small children, aged around about two and four yep. at the time. He was giving them breakfast as I was rushing out the door, grabbing briefcase, grabbing coat yep. into the taxi. I would be constantly clock watching yep. to ensure I did the same in reverse to get back home to at least give them a kiss on the head before going to bed. Christ. And it absolutely tore me up because I wasn't, I was feeling a huge amount of guilt because I wasn't being a good mum. Yep. I wasn't being a good wife. I didn't feel I was doing my job to the full extent I could because I was constantly clock watching, you know, yeah. be, to be elsewhere, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of had a hard, long talk with myself and a long chat with my husband and kind of said, I'm not happy. He wasn't happy either. What can I, you know, what can I do? And he said, well, why don't you come and work in the business with me? And at that point in time, I was like, oh, I can't do that. I'm a corporate <laughs> don't you know I can't go and work work with you work with my husband how, how will that work yeah. but actually I thought about it and I thought that is the answer to everything I was looking for yeah. so that's what I did I left I left corporate life in 2010 I joined Steve in the business and I helped set up the French side of the business Lovely. so we now sell ski in France and Switzerland and that played to all my strengths in terms of building up a relationship building up partnerships and developing a business plan that was going to help us to grow the business and serve more clients and that really was for me the start of my entrepreneurial journey and the start of me realizing there definitely is life outside of corporate wow. and you've never looked back 
never look back no you know and there's been you know there's been bumpy rides you know along the way you know there was the crash that we were still going the financial crash the world was still going through between 2008 and 2010 there was the brexit referendum in 2016 there was uh, the uk actually leaving um the eu at the end of last year there's the pandemic now there is obviously brexit transition comes to an end um, at the end of December. So there's been lots of bumpiness along the way, but I think what we have learned as a company and as the directors of the company is resilience. Yes. And it is to work with whatever the globe, whatever the universe has thrown at us is to keep doing what we're doing and keep finding our way through the different challenges that have been thrown at us and touching words so far we've you know we've come out fighting but for me i have i've always coached in in some form my entire career be that you know the team um that i managed coaching and mentoring them um whether it was being a senior mentor in corporate life i trained as a life coach um, but I've always been the kind of person that I've had people come to me and wanted me to help them on their journey. So I decided when lockdown hit, that was my opportunity to turn what was an informal, an informal role yep. into an actual business, because that is where my passion lies, right. helping people has always been something um, I've done. And it's something that I wanted to put into a more formal way. Exactly. And that is why now I am the Money Mastery Business Coach. Fantastic. Like a lot of us, you know, we've, we've been doing a lot of these things and we've been gaining experience and really becoming expert practitioners. But lockdown has forced us to put a label and a product around it and maybe a brand around it. And so now we're actually doing it in that respect. But we've always been you know, working in the, along those lines from way back. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, you know, we, we, with lockdown, um, it has provided opportunity. Not that any of us would ever have chosen what has happened to happen sure. to create that opportunity. But actually, when something like a pandemic hits, it is really important that all of us look rather than sitting and waiting for somebody else to find the solution to the problem we actually all need to be responsible for finding that solution you know be it because your own job security is no longer there be it recognizing that you know the economy is is going downhill and will continue to do so for a while whether it's not because your own personal situation has changed i think in a situation like this, those people who are able to stand up, to be counted and to support others, then I feel we, we are really, really strongly obliged to do that because if we don't do it, we're not going to move forward. And the only way we're going to get out of this situation is by us all wanting to make a change. And, you know, we can all do something small that has a very, very large ripple effect. Yes. And that is what I feel I am doing now. I am enabling people to look at their business and see what they need to do for that business to truly give them what they want to. I am also working with people new to business as well, who are not sure about the steps they need to take You know, as an entrepreneur. Yep. don't know exactly how to navigate their way through and because i've been doing exactly that for the last 10 years i'm not just somebody who has qualifications i have the qualifications now also but it's somebody who's actually walked the walk talked the talk and can use that experience to help people get to where they want to get to love it and you you take a much more holistic approach in that you talk about the psychological relationship and the mindset about money and then give people tactical ideas for how to uh, better use you know, money and better work with money, but then also 
how to set up a business and how, what are the implications of that money on the greater business. So it's a very holistic approach, isn't it? And that's exactly it, because the money mindset is absolutely key to running a business. Yeah. You know, and some clients have said to me, well, you know, what has money mindset, you know, got to do with me running a business? Well, actually, it's got everything yeah, to do it with It starts at step one. Absolutely. And that is because, so take, for example, um, the brand that an entrepreneur establishes for their business. If their mindset and, and if their regard of themselves, if they have a lack of real self-worth for themselves, then they're potentially going to be playing very, very small. They're not necessarily wanted to be putting themselves on the big stage. And they view a brand as just simply being you know, the colors on their website um, or what their business card looks like. Exactly, yeah. Well, actually, brand is nothing to do really with colors on the website. A brand is everything to do with how you go about attracting your ideal clients. What is it that you are doing that is going to make your ideal client choose you? Yes. Your brand yes. is all about the experience your client is going to have if they choose to work with you. Love so it. by understanding what it is you need to be doing with that brand in order to attract your ideal client is really step one in creating the right intention for your business. Um, and when you are playing small, actually you're looking internally at what you want your brand to look like. And you know, this is a, this is a very silly example, but I'm, I'm just gonna use it just for, for effect to a certain extent. It's like, for example, um, if I was, um, if I, so, so I, I put myself forward as, my, you know, my, my niche being female entrepreneurs, but I love, which I do, as you can see I'm wearing it at the moment, <laughs> I love the color blue. Yeah. I love the color gray. I do also love the color pink, by the way, but I do, <laughs> I love the color blue. So I could decide I'm going to do the whole of my website in blue because I love the color blue. Well, actually, a lot of my clients could like the color pink and could be quite put off by the color blue. But what I said, what I need to do is actually think about the business that I want to create and the clients that I want to attract and the, the brand promise that I want to be giving to my clients in how they, the experience they will have with working with me. And when I think about it in that perspective, the colors on the website are part of it, but actually that is just the icing on the cake another thing that happens when people are not of the right mindset with regards to how they're running their business they will be trying to market to everybody and in doing so you market to nobody so really clearly understanding your niche is absolutely a priority in ensuring that if you know who you are marketing to, then you can create the right marketing messages to attract those clients. Because you cannot create marketing messages that apply to everybody because you're just going to cause confusion. You know, on Tuesday, you could be trying to attract one type of client. On a Wednesday, is somebody else. But if the wrong client sees the wrong messages on the wrong day of the week, That's then right. they well, that doesn't apply to me. I'll move on. Yep. All of that is very, very, you know, interlinked with your mindset and your approach. How, how money is appearing for you? Because the whole thing about mindset is it was to, your money mindset was, was largely developed when you were a child. Right. And it was how money was around you, basically. So it was how you experienced money from the people that brought you up, your parents, your grandparents. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is, is how far back that relationship with money goes and how far back those messages started to interfere 
with your brain yeah, and, and start to percolate. That's right. And, and also set and become your beliefs. And that's exactly it. Without, it's, it's done in your subconscious, basically. So you never sit there and go, so this is how I'm going to be thinking about money. It's because of messages like, um, money doesn't grow on trees. Mm. Um, I'll go and shake the money tree at the bottom of the garden. Yeah. Um, see famine or feast in your family. You know, there could have been periods of time where there, was, there appeared to be an abundance of money, but other points in time, maybe the end of the month, when there was less choice as far as what food was on the table, or you only had clothes for special occasions, birthdays and Christmas, or special gifts, a bike, a mobile phone, a, you know, a, a music player, etc. So all these things start to have an effect and permeate into your mindset and start to come out in different ways in how you interact with money. And if you are a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, they absolutely show up on a daily basis in your business and the decisions you make for that business. Awesome. What are some of the, you know, what, what would be some of the two or three major um, ways that money, your money mindset will show up in your actions in your business? So again, it's very, very often it is around about how you go about pricing your services. So people will charge by the hour rather than looking at putting packages together. They will charge by the hour, believing that's what clients want. Clients want to pay a certain amount of money for a certain amount of time. Yeah. That's not what clients want. Clients are paying for results. Definitely. And that is something that is directly linked to a value of a business because a client doesn't really mind how you're going to get them from A to B. They want you to just get them from A to B. So the whole process of saying, I'm going to charge by the hour, all you're doing there is putting a revenue ceiling into your business because there are only so many hours in the day. So the only way you can work, the only way you could earn more money is by working more hours or increase your price or even better than that. And this is what I advocate to my clients. You put a package together and by putting a package together, clients will clearly understand for this amount of money, this is what I'm going to get. And these are the results you're going to show me. And in creating those packages for yourself, you are also creating the marketing messages because that is what clients are looking out for when they're on Facebook, when they're on Instagram, they want to see results. So if you are able to package up your services so that you can clearly demonstrate the results the clients are going to get, then that is when you're going to be onto a winner. Another way, um, a negative money mindset will show up is because of the limit to how much you can earn being based on charging by the hour, unfortunately, it means that clear boundaries are not going to be set Mm -hmm. because you are so keen to want to bring in as much revenue as possible, rather than saying, I will only work nine till five, five days a week. All of a sudden, the only way you can look to increase that revenue is by increasing your hours. So your boundaries, going back to one of the reasons why you may have set up the business in the first place, to be my own boss, to set my own hours, to spend more time with the family, all of a sudden you're encroaching into that personal space. And you also become a slave. You become a slave to this. You become a slave (laughs) checking on messages. You become a slave responding to messages because you don't want to miss the opportunity to serve that client. Whereas when you have a positive mindset, 
when you're really clear about your self-worth, when you're very, very clear about who your client is and the results they are getting, then you can take a step back. You can take that deep breath and you can, you can view your business again in the way that you did when you first wanted to set it up. Love it. I love, I've learned so much already. I mean, I love the way that you link mindset to branding and marketing and confidence and my, and how you, your money beliefs to your boundaries in your lifestyle. Fascinating how you link Absolutely. that together. That's really interesting. Like it's always yeah. been there, but I never really made a link that was so linear to that. And it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. And, and you know, that, that, that just is it. And that's why I said, you know, a little bit earlier with regards to, well, how is money mindset, you know, linked to my business? Because very often clients will come to me because they want a business coach. Yeah. And I will always start off talking and exploring their money mindset, because actually that tells me more about how they have been running their business 100%. than anything that they can tell me. You, you already know what kind of behavior they might elicit because Absolutely. of the way they feel and think about money. Absolutely. And one of the key tools that I use, which I find fascinating, and clients, when they go through the process, find fascinating, is helping clients to understand what their money archetypes are. Yes. Because our money archetypes is the, um, are the little internal characteristics, basically, that we have developed. And there are, there are eight archetypes, yep. and we are all made up of a top three, basically. Right. Yeah. And depending on how much we are of one particular archetype or another archetype, will be, um, will, will affect how much of a challenge we have internally yes. with regards to how we deal with money. You mind, I, you mind going through my, those archetypes for us? Yeah, absolutely. So, so, what I, so what I do, first of all, is I, I will take all my one-to-one -one coaching clients through this process. And it's this assessment right. of about 25 questions. It takes about seven or eight minutes, basically. Um, and at the end of it, you will come out with your top three archetypes. Okay. So those archetypes are a ruler, connector, alchemist, celebrity, maverick, nurturer, and another two that I can't quite remember at the moment off the top of my head. Done well. Essentially, essentially, by, by me understanding what those top three archetypes are for that client, and then I will do an analysis for them and let them know how these top three archetypes have shown up in their lives yeah. and why they have the conflict that they have. So, for example, a celebrity archetype loves to flash the cash, yeah. loves to be seen to have success and to have the attributes of success, be that an expensive watch, be that you know, a flashy car, be that um, the latest mobile phone, etc. Yeah. etc. suit. However, exactly. <laughs> but largely for a celebrity, the wanting to be seen to be successful doesn't always actually tie up with the success that they've had. Yeah. And they will have a lot of debt that has paid for the trappings of their so-called success. Yes. However, they could have an accumulator archetype within their top three archetypes as well. And an accumulator needs to save. An accumulator yeah. needs to know there is enough money there for a rainy day. Yes. So there's this conflict going on between the celebrity and the accumulated architect, but I want to show people how successful I am. No, but you must stop. Yeah, but I must stop using my credit card to pay for yeah. that. You must earn money in order to be able to show people how successful you've been. Mm -hmm. So is that constant push me, pull me going on? Once clients understand why they have the conflict that they have, they are then able to find a way to balance out those archetypes 
and to utilize the gifts because the gift a celebrity archetype has is charisma. Yes. They draw people to them. People want to be them. People aspire to have the success the celebrity has and therefore potentially changes their behaviors to be more confident, to be seen to be having that same charismatic approach to running business nice. that the celebrity does. The nurturer, because of their need to save money, obviously that is a really good trait to have in somebody. So to recognize and celebrate the fact that actually I do recognize I do need to be saving for my pension. I do need to be saving for a rainy day. So with, with all the challenges that can come with archetypes, there are also the gifts as well. What you need to be able to do is balance out those gifts. It's a little bit like siblings in a family. You know, siblings can be very, very, very different. They don't always get on, but <laughs> underneath they love each other and they will always be cheerleaders for each other. That's exactly what it's like with money archetypes. You just need to, to know and understand what is driving you why you're being driven that way and then find the best way to achieve that balance. Awesome. And so then I can imagine that you then, once you're aware of that, you can say, okay, um, I'm going to let my charismatic um, side do its thing, but I'm going to make sure that I save so much a month and put that away for a rainy day and let, and, exactly. and kind of just work within those the right ratios. Exactly. So, ra so rather than be a case of having to put, you know, my new flashy phone on a credit card, what I'm going to do is I am going to find a way to, and that, that brings me to an interesting point shortly, actually, I'm going to find a way to actually bring more money into the business, find more clients, because in doing so, I bring more revenue in, and that will support my need for flash, basically. Love it. Love it. And actually... That, that actually brings me on to a really good point with regards to money mindset. Yeah. So when you have a, a positive money mindset and a positive mindset per, per se, what you are doing is giving your brain permission to help you find the solution to a problem. Right. So somebody with a negative mindset, money mindset would say, oh, I've never got enough money. I'm never going to earn as much money as, as, as X. Yeah. Someone with a positive mindset would say, right, I need to find a way to earn more money. What can I do in the business that is going to earn me more money? Nice. What you're doing with that positive, that positive approach is you're enabling the part of your brain that wants to help you. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, have you, you know, ever been listening to the radio and a song's come on and you can't quite place who that song is by? Unfortunately, you've got to leave to get in the car, catch the train, whatever, yep. so you don't get to hear who, the, no, who it was singing that song. Or you're walking down the street and you see a familiar face and you think, I know that person, yeah. but you can't quite, can't quite place who they are. And then later on in the day, you're making a cup of coffee um, or you're sorting out your desk. You know, you're doing something very innocuous. And all of a sudden, Bang. you remember who was singing that song or you remember how you know that face. It's because you gave your brain the permission to carry on percolating, working on it in the background. You've accessed the subconscious mind. Exactly. Yep, that's exactly it. But when you've got a negative money mindset or a negative mindset full stuff, you're basically saying to your brain, don't need your help, thanks. Yep, you're kind of yep, shutting it off. Shut. You're saying, all right, shut, shut down. Yep. Exactly. That's, yep, that's exactly it. And so then, Leslie, how easy is it to start changing and retraining those mindsets and beliefs? Must, must, you know, how, how simple is that? Do you know, it is very, very easy, basically, because once you know why you are thinking the way that you are yeah. and as what has triggered that thinking, then you can start step by step turning it around. Yeah. 
Now, when I say it's easy, I will qualify that. It's not a case of going, I have got a positive money mindset. <laughs> it's not as easy. Yeah. It's a little bit like, and I keep using analogies to hopefully, you know, make, make this as, as, as easy to understand as possible. It's a little bit like the desire to have a flat stomach, a flat stomach with a six pack. Yep. It's all very well saying, I'm going to have a six pack and starting to do your sit-ups and your planks. Yep. And you start to see the apps coming. And then you get a bit bored going, oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's flat enough. And then going away and look down in a few months and, and it's all gone. Yep. What you have to do with your mindset, you have to start with one belief at a time. You have to start by coming up with affirmations that work for you. And I'm not a woo-woo person at all, but I do believe in the power of the mind to help me become the person I know I can become. And I've started affirmations a long, long time ago. Mine are very, very subtle. So they can be things like, um, I am worthy you know, of a wealthy life. Um, Money comes to me um, when I need it. And it's coming up with the set of affirmations that work for you. One I particularly like, because a lot of people associate guilt with earning money. I don't associate any guilt with earning money at all. However, some people do. Um, But the, the affirmation I particularly like is, the more I earn, the more people I help. The more people I help, the more money I earn. I like um, that. That's great. Good. I love good. that. <laughs> well, that can, that can help a lot of people who do feel guilt with regards to earning money. Right. So by having an affirmation that allows you to earn money, but by putting it in such a way that you are helping other people by earning more money, then that helps with your self-worth, that helps with your, with your self-esteem. Um, another idea that, that I like is, is to actually write down 10, and that might be a challenge for some people, write down 10 negative money beliefs that you currently have. Yeah. And then write the counter statement for that belief. That can become the affirmations that you start saying to yourself. Love it. Another idea is to come up with um, an avatar. I'm not a very I'm not very good at drawing, so in my case it would be a stick man. So I would do <laughs> draw a stick man, and I would give that stick man a name. So or stick lady. So I would call her Negative Nelly or <laughs> Moaning Nelly or something like that. And around Negative Nelly, I would put a whole lot of characteristics that were negative Nellie's negative mind beliefs. Then I would draw another stick person, make this one much bigger, and I would give her a positive name. So that might be something like, I don't know, More Money Mary. And More Money Mary, I would write all the positive money beliefs that More Money Mary had. And every time a negative thought pops into your head, you would say, negative Nelly, get out of here. It's positive Polly or whoever I've called her. She is running this show now. So by being aware of that negative belief when it comes to your mind, dealing with it there and then, by being much more mindful that you've just had that negative belief and you're doing something about it, then that process starts in the same way as starting the sit-ups, the process of turning around your, your negative mindset will follow. And I'm, go- I'm, going to, um, I'm, go- I'm going to try and find, here we go. So I'm going to read something to hear at the moment. And I, I have these up all the time, basically. So Oprah Winfrey, and I love Oprah Winfrey in her quotes. Um, and as you probably know, she was brought up in poverty severe poverty and became a millionaire at 32. She once said, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. (laughs) If you concentrate on what you do not have, you will never have enough. And I think that is 
a really, really important message to be aware of what you have because you will then have more. If you constantly feel you don't have enough and that is a negative mindset in itself, even when to other people you have plenty, if to yourself you're not satisfied, you don't have enough, then that is not accepting that you have enough. And in accepting you have enough, then more will come to you. And I don't mean that in a manifesting way. I mean it from the perspective of, going back to what I said earlier, giving your brain permission to work on a solution. So by actually being open to the possibility of growth, that is when the growth will happen. Because you're you're allowing your subconscious mind to say, I actually already have something. So it it continues to think, all right, how can I get more? But if you focus on what you don't have, you're just setting a block that it can never it never even starts. Exactly. And, you know, and, and, and that is exactly it. And that is why with, you know, with my clients, what we do, we actually, I work with them to, to devise their own money mantra. And their money mantra is based on their future self. So looking at where they want to be, how much they want to be earning, the, the type of lifestyle they want to have, even going into things like what they're going to be wearing, yep. um, because they're now earning more money, what are the things they're no longer going to be doing? The things that they can give to other people to do. Exactly. And the things they're no longer doing can be giving away their time for free, yep. can be um, no longer working on weekends, yep. can be setting boundaries that you will respond to emails that come in in the evening in the morning it can be deciding that now i'm focusing on my business therefore i will get somebody in to do my social media or i will pay to have a cleaner but creating the life they want for themselves and the money mantra is going to be three or four affirmations that they feel comfortable with I am worthy of earning more money. Um, I am able to set my own boundaries. Um, making money comes to me easily. So it's, it's those statements that you can look in the mirror, and that's the important thing, is to look in the mirror and say those to yourself once, twice a day. But if you can say them every day, in the same way if you can do your sit-ups every day, that flat stomach will come, uh-huh. the six will come but the important point is you have to keep doing it because if you stop doing it (laughs) then negative will come back in again so it is something that you have to start and you have to continue with it's a a conscious practice every day that's exactly it it's a conscious practice and it's something you know that everybody has to work on because it's very very easy to be distracted by what is going on in other people's lives. You know, social media is great to an extent, but the problem is people will put over the parts of their life that you want to see. So you will start comparing yourself. And again, a negative money mindset comes out in comparison. When you are comparing yourself to how well somebody else is, to how more popular somebody else may be, to how many more followers somebody might have on social media. And you need to stop and you need to say to yourself, first of all, how is that going to move me forward? But also, how is having those negative feelings towards that person going to get me where i want to be and that is why the money mantra part is so important because what i get clients to focus on is where they want to be and therefore the things they're going to stop doing now which is going to prevent them from getting where they want to be and comparison is definitely one of those things that can stop you from getting where you want to be because it has so many spin-offs in terms of imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. in, in 
with regards to feeling as though the mountain is too high to climb because where you are now you're never going to get to where person x is and why, why should i even start bothering so it, it's all about being very very present in where your mind is but more importantly what your mind needs to get you to where you want to be and, and i suppose it also would be trying to use that moment of comparison as a fuel to allow you to get where you need to go rather than go into a negative spiral exactly and that is exactly it you know how is it this person that i am looking up to or this person that's giving me feelings of um, of um lack of self-worth how have they done what they have done how long because it's on social media it's even perceived but even exactly how can i get to that exactly and that and that is actually that is actually it's it's the perceived and i think it's all about you being really focused on where you want to go and not actually allowing anybody else and where they are and how well they're doing to get in your way because you know years ago before social media was around we didn't have the ability to compare ourselves to anybody else we just you know we just plowed our own furrow basically right. we played and we our own did. game and we and we had our blinkers on and we just did what we had to do One exactly step exactly so today i think what we need to do is take the positivity of of the internet and of social media and take those positive messages of the positive messages of success because very often these days people are you know are quite happy to say look you know i wasn't an overnight success it hasn't you know i ha- i haven't done this in, in a short amount of time i haven't been without you know pain points myself yeah. but this is how i have done it mm-hmm. so look at the positive that are being put out there and utilize and harness them and the messages that are not serving you well find a way to ignore them love it and, and i love that you can use use those positive messages to say for example it's going to be a long road it's not an overnight success but if i continue uh, consciously practicing this mindset i will achieve what i want to achieve i just have to That's be exactly. so isn't that yeah, beautiful? And, yeah and you know, that is exactly it it is taking responsibility for you it is being um, intentional in your actions of what is going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be and to not blame anybody or anything for your self-limiting belief because actually the only person preventing you from getting where you want to be is that person you look at in the mirror essentially those people who are the most successful are not those people who have had an easy road to no, get no, there those people that said keep throwing the boulders at me yep. and i'll keep finding a way to smash through them and everybody has that ability they just need to believe it because we're the ma- where the belief goes, the mind will follow. Yeah. And it's having that belief. And if you have that belief, then your mindset will actually help you move to where you want to go. Fantastic. Leslie, you've inspired me. I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> and I just, it probably sounds, you know, really evangelical. And it's, it's, it's not evangelical. It is actually very, very simple. Um, and it's a message, you know, that I've always instilled in my children. And it's a phrase that you all know, but it's not a phrase we use so much these days, but PMA, positive mental attitude. And I would always say to my children, you know, when they come in and say, Mommy, I can't do my homework. You can do your homework. You've just got to you know, work out a way to be able to do that maths equation yeah. or, you know, translate that that french sentence etc and it is all about the attitude and it's all about how you approach something that is tricky and it's all about not giving up and asking for help asking for support and finding the right way 
for self-development because again that is how a negative money mindset can show up in not wanting to self-develop well if you don't self-develop that is automatically self-limiting and i think if we all were more open to self-development then we would all progress much more quickly 100 percent. like life is about growth um and you know evolution and growth is key to to, to really living a, a full a full life you can't you can't limit yourself and stop growing you it's what are you doing otherwise it doesn't make any sense exactly absolutely absolutely and the amount of people who are living to you know a ripe old age who say it is because i've never stopped learning i've never stopped exploring i've never stopped self-developing and i think that is very very true it doesn't matter you know how old we are how much experience we have had there is always something new to learn and that's what makes everything so exciting. It's the exploring the art of the possible, basically. And that is what I like to say to my clients. This is all about the art of the possible for you and helping you get to where you want to be and putting those blocks in place. Beautiful. Now, Leslie, it would be remiss of me if I don't ask a question about this current situation obviously it's a tough situation the whole world is suffering a lot of people aren't making as much money as they did they're struggling what are some key strategies that you can give people in this time into how to kind of hack into their mindset to allow them to make the right decisions during this particular period yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. We're definitely going through in a, a very, very tricky time. But actually, we're also going through a really, really positive time of yeah, growth. I agree. There, are, there are more people setting up their own businesses now, yeah. not just because they have lost their job, but because they have seen the opportunity that lockdown presented in terms of being able to take a sit back, take take a step back, and be able to reflect on of what they wanted to do. Um, also the opportunity that working from home has presented and the fact that working from home has made more people be aware that they don't want to go back into the office should their company decide to invite them back into the office. So I think it is a case of really taking a close look at where you want to be what you want to do and how in charge of your own life you want to be. Right. Yes, there is going to always, you know, we, we all work because we have mortgages to pay, people to feed, etc., etc. But it is all about working out to the best of our ability and utilizing this situation. And what this situation has done and what it has done for me personally, and I'm sure for you, Darren, as well, is never has it been easier to communicate, network, meet with people Definitely. globally as it is today. 100%. International barriers have come completely down. It is easier now than it was seven months ago to be able to reach out to people. And that is a key thing that people need to be doing now. We need to be reaching out and extending our network. And in extending our network, we mustn't be expecting anything in return. We need to be saying to other people, how can I help you? And expect nothing in return. I like that. But I can guarantee, I can guarantee by saying, how can I help you? The response you will get back is, and how can I help you? Beautiful. And we all start a ripple effect of helping each other. And that's a, and that's a very um, abundance mindset, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And in growing our network, in saying, I need some help, do you know somebody who can help me? that actually is providing the support mechanism that we all need to be able to get through this. Men on the whole are not as good at asking for help I when agree. they need it. I 100% agree. 
as women are. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> but if we can, but, but by the very nature of me saying to you, you know, you me saying to you, how can I help you, Darren? That opens up something. There's a warm resonance that goes on that says that person wants to help me. And you might then feel inclined to want to say, well, actually, now you've asked what I need help with is X. And if we all can just be a little bit more confident in utilizing the ability to meet virtually, to talk to people, and we all utilize each other's networks, then that is what's going to be the enabler to pull us all forward. Fantastic. Beautiful words. I totally agree with you. And uh, I think every, if everybody did that in this period, it'd be a beautiful world and we'll, it'll, it'll be absolutely. better for it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Leslie, very, that's very, very true. absolutely fascinating. Um, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they want to um, work with you and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Okay. So there's a number of, a number of ways. So my website is www.lesleyathomas.com. Okay. Uh, my email address is leslie at leslieathomas.com. On Instagram, I am the Money Mastery Business Coach. Right. On Facebook, I am the Money Mastery Business Coach. <laughs> and on LinkedIn, you will find me at leslie-thomas. So hopefully that offers you know, a, a lot of different choices, basically. Definitely. Everybody likes different platforms and different methods of communication, but they're all exactly. covered. <laughs> Absolutely. And, this, and there's all sorts of different ways of working with me. I have, um, I have one day workshops um, that cover a whole variety of different subjects. I have a 90 day coaching programs. I have six months and 12 months. And later on in the year, I have a group coaching program that's going to be run over my favorite vehicle for these things these days, mm. over Zoom, which is going to be a mix of, um, of a mastermind and a teaching course. Because again, coming back to the power of networking, masterminds are great, I think, because you get the ability to utilize other people's knowledge and experience and extend your own network whilst learning about something new at the same time. Definitely. And so I can imagine that you're working with clients all around the world now, yeah? And, you know, that, that's exactly it. That's why it's so exciting, because literally there is no part of the globe now that I cannot reach. I was on a LinkedIn um, call, a LinkedIn uh, live last week into India. Wow. Yesterday I did a podcast into Thailand. Wow. Today I'm doing a podcast in Australia. Nice. And, you know, it is amazing purely by being open to the opportunity open to networking and being very open to sharing and and wanting to get the message out there this is how we make these things happen definitely and i always say the same thing i mean in this modern world of marketing and business collaboration is key if you collaborate with a true mindset of helping each other and and an abundance mindset it's amazing what will come forward absolutely yeah, and that's very, very true. And I, you know, I have, I have seen so many people really thrive over the last six months because of the network that they have built up and the approach to collaboration and partnership. Couldn't agree more. Fantastic. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've dealt with everything: mindset, business, networking, everything, technology, social media. It's been a fascinating discussion and I've learned a hell of a lot. So I'm looking forward to re-listening and reviewing this podcast. And I'd love to check out some of your other your work and your webinars and everything else as well. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Darren. I have loved spending this hour with you. I'd like to spend every morning waking up and talking to Darren. That's lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. And I always ask my guests before they leave us, is there anything else that you'd like to to leave us with any other little nuggets of gold? Yeah, I, I think it is pure. I think the, the most important thing that we can do at the moment is to reach out to each other. You know, people say an entrepreneur's life is a lonely life. Mm. 
doesn't doesn't need to be lonely. I think the fact that we can now so readily talk to other people, network with other people, if we are isolated, if we feel isolated, that is because we are not utilizing technology. We're not utilizing the groups out there. So I would just like to encourage people, be brave, reach out, ask how can I help you and be really pleasantly surprised at what comes back to you. I love it. Words of wisdom from Leslie Thomas. Leslie, thank you so much. It's been a great show for all the audience out there. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. And uh, I'll put all the links to Leslie, uh, her pages and her email addresses and everything else in the show notes. And uh, everybody have a great evening and a great day in the UK. And we'll see you very, very soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Bye for now.